1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: That's one of my biggest critiques of the show is, one, I didn't see them at all as a married couple. Like, that chemistry was way mm. off to me. I was like, do you guys even like each other? <laughs> like, what is this? How did y'all even get together? So, No. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this brand new episode of the Color Grade Podcast. I am your host, KB. For this episode, I have two new critics uh, joining the Color Grade Podcast. First, I have Kristen Maldonado, the gem behind the Pop Culture Planet podcast. Please welcome Kristen to the Color Grade Podcast. Hi,
2: Kristen. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here for your first episode.
1: Thank you so much for joining. And in addition to Kristen, I also have Elliot, who is the Movie Files media mogul. Hello, Elliot. Welcome to the Color Grade Podcast. So happy to have you.
0: Hey, how we doing? So happy to be here. Excited to talk about the show and uh, just honored to really be here today. Thank you so much
1: for joining. So today we are going to start this inaugural episode talking about the highly anticipated new Netflix series about Tejano superstar and one of my fave musical icons and style icons, honestly, of all time, Selena. So Selena, the series really is just about the late Tejano singer Selena as her dreams come true and her family makes life-changing choices on her journey to success. So I am just going to say, you you know, um, I have lots and lots and lots of thoughts about this body of work. You know, specifically, we know that it is coming after the the huge film that really jumpstarted Jennifer Lopez's career. And me, I am not a huge Jennifer Lopez, you know, buff, but I definitely think this is hands down her top performance. So naturally we are going to get tons of comparisons. So let me just start with Kristen, just kind of overall, what are your high level thoughts of the TV series and what was actually your favorite episode?
2: Okay. So, I mean, first of all, Selena, such an icon. I'm, I like remember being like seven years old sitting in my parents' room watching the movie, you know? So I feel like she was one of the first Latinas that I saw on screen. And I just like remember how impactful that was to like see her story and like, you know, uh, oh. I mean, and I mean, Jennifer Lopez, like you said, an iconic role for her. And I think what was so great about that is that there's something about JLo that she has that star quality. So you can really see kind of like how she's used Selena's career as like a model for her own career. And when it comes to this show, you know, I think it was really cool to be able to go back and really see, you know, things that maybe we haven't seen before, like them growing up, going on the road and and playing their their music all over and just kind of how they started uh you know with Selena and I Los Dinos and um and you know just how how dedicated their dad was to like really getting them out there and getting their career started um, i think one of my favorite moments in the season is i mean getting to see Selena's sister Suzette who is Someone who, who originally was like, not really sure if she wanted to be a drummer, not really sure if she wanted to be in this band. And then a little girl comes up to her and is like, you're my idol, you know, like now because of you, I feel like I could be a drummer. Like there's not a lot of female drummers out there and you're an inspiration to me. And I was like, that's so beautiful, especially because the whole time you're just assuming that, you know, all the people that are there are just there to see Selena. And it's like, no, like these other, you know, members of her family had really big impacts as well on people. And so that was really cool to see. And I also just really loved how we got to learn a little bit more about that, like Mexican versus American kind of like dynamic in Selena's life where like, like, you know, as someone who's Latina, who who doesn't really speak Spanish well and who, you know, I, I felt like I always connected to Selena and to see in this show how they really portrayed her as this girl who, you know, she was a big Janet Jackson fan. She was a big Jodie Wadley fan. Like she wanted to sing in English. She was just like a regular American girl who happened to be like on this Tejano music path because that was kind of, you know, a place where women weren't seen. So she was really able to like break waves there. And I I just thought that was really fun to see that dynamic of like, you know, am I Mexican enough? Am I American enough? And kind of this going back and forth, because I think that's something a lot of people feel.
1: Yeah, I definitely will say, you know, kind of with this TV series, it's really nice to have a robust look at Selena's life and those people closest to her. So to your point, that actually is one of my favorite scenes as well. When um, Naomi, who portrays Suzette, gives her those drumsticks, it's such a beautiful moment because there's a line that Abraham Quintanilla says in the show where he basically is like, you know, Selena's success is everyone's success. And they really, really try to portray that across the series from top to bottom bottom. So Elliot, tell me, you know, kind of what worked for you in the show, what didn't work for you and what were some of your favorite moments?
0: yeah no same uh, like Christian was saying I you know grew up with the movie my mom loved Selena we were listening to it a lot and this is something I definitely remember as a kid and just being so uh, in awe of this young icon as you had mentioned earlier and, and you know when I think of Selena I think of those artists that was just once a lifetime generational type of people and unfortunately passed away at such a young age I think of Selena and Aliyah, and, and so on and so forth you know Amy Winehouse she definitely kind of holds that uh, that pedestal for me for just man if she was still here the, the, the world that she would have moved would have been uh, a sight to see but as far as like the positives and negatives for me as as Kristen just kind of hit on I love seeing the journey right the road trip we don't really see we get that portion in the film and that's you know kind of comparing it to the film and the movie that's what the benefit of TV you get the kind of long format storytelling so you get to see the nitty-gritty of them kind of building where they end up being uh, by the end of the uh, season here So I kind of like that journey. I love the story of family coming together and supporting each other and how Abraham was so strong and believing not only his daughter, Selena, but A.B. and his his other daughter and just seeing that family, having that faith and having that belief that they can make it and kind of getting into the nitty gritty of just kind of that, you know, kind of the good side and the bad side of Abraham pushing them so hard that they didn't really have a life. you know. They didn't really have that childhood to kind of grow up with. AB didn't really have that opportunity to fall in love to a certain point in his life. So it was kind of interesting to see that dynamic as well and kind of get into some of the negatives. The show at times, to me, felt very kind of like a fluff piece at times in regards to... It didn't really dive deep into what I was kind of looking for in regards to TV programming and uh, the TV 14 or the TV PG, I should say, kind of felt kind of neutered at times. And at points of the season, it kind of felt like a little bit for me, like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, where whenever the family estate is involved with projects like this, I feel like they sometimes don't leave out... They show you all the good, but they don't get down to the bad and the ugly. So we, we get a little bit of friction, but it's kind of resolved in that same scene, and it doesn't really carry over to certain things where, again, like I have mentioned, the fact that they were young, they were like driven to be these uh, superstars and did a great job at it, but what does that do to someone's mental? What, what's what's the, the family dynamic always seemed to be at a very, you know, really positive baseline? It really didn't dive into, like, maybe there was a little bit of hatred at times. Maybe there was some little regret of, like... Dad, I want to be a kid. I want to be able to go to prom. I want to do that and this and the other. And they really didn't dive into that aspect. It was just kind of like, "Hey, we're happy. We're on the road. We're in the family." And uh, it didn't really dive into some of the dynamics that I was kind of looking into. But as a whole, I was just pleased to kind of see that family dynamic. And uh, Selena was was great. You know, uh, the performance was good. I wish, I hope the the second part, I assume, maybe dives deeper into that character because at times I felt like it was more of the Abraham and AB show at times, more so than it was Selena. But as a whole, it was good to kind of see again the family dynamic, the road trip journey, and and learning more about how this family was able to come together to change the world in a sense. And the the icon, like you mentioned, her fashion and her her swag was definitely on point. But there were some things that was a little bit a uh, little. I.
2: I actually really agree. Yeah, but so,
0: oh, go ahead, KB. Uh, no, I was just going to say, Elliot, I've,
1: you hit the nail on the head. So I think Kristen and I are both yeah. agreeing right now because it's true. You know, there were a lot of times where I really felt like Selena wasn't pushing back. And yeah. that's unrealistic, right? Because she's a teenager. She has no life, zero life, which we also hear about a lot of child musical stars. You know, Beyonce talks about uh, religiously how her father mm-hmm. and her mother really sacrificed their lives and their careers in a lot of ways to boost her career, specifically with Destiny's Child and how she did not get, you know, um, to do the normal things that teenagers do. And so I feel like if we're going to be real, we got to be real. And there should be a lot of pushback because it's not just one of your kids who doesn't get to do anything it's all three of them and so in my mind i'm like these three siblings are going to rise up <laughs> against their parents and really be like guys we don't get to do Anything Like, I mean, to the point where, you know, they're going to restaurants. He's like, you need to be home, you know, in five minutes. So get your food and come back. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, Abraham, like you are relentless in your drive and your pursuit. And a lot of that we know had to deal with the fact that he had um, his own kind of failed music career. And I don't want to say it failed, but, you know, it didn't really go to the places and the depths that he wanted it to go to. So he's putting a lot of his hopes and his dreams on his children and he pushed them in a lot of ways that for me, not only should the kids have, you know, kind of had a lot of pushback, but his wife too, because ultimately it's like, as their mom, there's only a certain level of things I'm going to allow you to do with my kids now. And he would just keep going and going and going. And at some point I'm going to need to pull you to the side and be like, we are not doing that with my kids, period. Like we're not doing it. And I just felt like their relationship, not only, I think that's one of my biggest critiques of the show is one, I didn't see them at all as a married couple, like that chemistry was way Mm. off to me. I was like, do you guys even (laughs) like each other? Like, what is this? How did y'all even get together? So no. And then two, I just didn't like how meager she was. And I feel like in the film, they kind of portray her very similarly. Like she doesn't have a lot of pushback either. She has a little bit more in the show, but it's still not enough to me that was realistic. I can imagine that their marriage definitely had some issues because of how headstrong Abraham was, for sure. But go ahead, Kristen. Uh, I'm sorry.
2: I was just going to say, like, I definitely agree that that this at times really did feel like a fluff piece. And I, like you mentioned, Elliot, I think, you know, when the family's involved, you know, you want to preserve your legacy and also like make you seem really good. So to me, it felt like Mm -hmm. we were very surface level. And I think that's the thing that honestly, like I really struggled with because I wanted to see something different. Like I felt like they went deeper in the Selena movie, which was only two hours versus this nine episode part one season. And because of that, Because everything was so surface level at times, there were even like relationships that I was like, I felt like we didn't dive deep into at all. Even even Selena and her brother and sister, I felt like the only, like I maybe learned like one thing about each of them. But overall, it was so surface level that like I wanted us to go even further into like, what are their personalities? What is What are they dealing with? Um, and then when they added certain things in, like the fact that there was like a band that opened for, you know, Selena Ilosinos, and then they became part of the, the family band. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. But even then they didn't dive deeper into those characters. So it felt like nobody had like their own stories. It was just like this overarching, like very surface level story of Selena and her family. So there was like moments where, You know, one of the guys who was in this opening band that became part of their family band was like, I'm gonna go solo now. I was like, you didn't have any lines before this. <laughs> what do you mean you're going solo? What do you mean you had a great time working with the family? You were you were in this for like two seconds, you know. Um, and and even the love story of of Selena and Chris, you know, that's an iconic love story, and I think that they casted it really well and did so well with the film. And then in this, I was like, did Chris even have lines? Like, I felt like he he didn't really say much. And then I didn't believe their romance. I'm like, this is one of the most iconic like romances in you know, music. And so I was just there was a lot of times where I just struggled with not getting like the deeper story that I wanted. And that just disappointed me so much as like a huge Selena fan that I was like, I wanted to go deeper. Like, don't be afraid to to tell the real story. Like we're it's not gonna change your legacy. It's just gonna give us like a more meaningful you know, story to connect with. And, and also going along with that, some of the production, I have to admit, like I was thinking like Selena, like we're going to get levels of production on par with like something like Stranger Things, you know, where like the just the quality, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, some of the wigs were a little, I don't know. Please. <laughs> you know, some.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to what the, you said. This Chris and Selena. Guys, did y'all notice that they never introduced him? Like, they never said his name. Never. I knew he was Chris because of yeah. his hair and the point that we had gotten to in the story. But they legitimately, A.B. went to go meet him and did not say <laughs> his name. I was like, how do you not? Like, people, there are some people who are going to be newcomers to Selena's story through this series. Absolutely. And I was like... The fact that you didn't introduce these characters, I didn't know to your point, Kristen. Um, so it's Los Bad Boys, who, you know, was the band that ended up joining them. I didn't know that that man's name was Pete until he was getting ready, like I, until he basically quit. I was like, wait, your name is Pete? <laughs> like they didn't introduce characters at all. It's just these human beings showed up and then were like in Big Bertha with them. And I was like, wait, what? And so something for me, <laughs> in the film, we see Big Bertha, you know, Big Bertha is a huge character because they're always on the road and so they're always in Big Bertha driving Big Bertha around the country. But I'm glad that the series showed that they did not have seats because the film made it seem like they bought Big Bertha with seats in it and then here's this band touring for like three years and they're just using sleeping bags in there and I was like, wait, so they didn't have an interior for like three years? Thank you for sharing that because I would never have known. So it's like, it's weird the level of detail they put into certain things on the show and not Mm -hmm. into others. And I feel like it's a really good opportunity to like flush Suzette out, flush AB out. I actually think AB probably got the best most robust storyline out of the three siblings. Like, I don't even really feel like at point Selena did. I mean, she's the star of the show, but there's a lot that goes unsaid and a lot that goes unnoticed. I think, you know, with her character. Meanwhile, AB has a family, you know, AB's really struggling on the producer side. AB's getting like, you know, basically ridden hard by Abraham to find Mm -hmm. new band members, you know, come up with new songs, do all these things. And meanwhile, Selena's like, I just want to go buy fabric so I can make our costumes. And they're like, no, girl. So anyway, A.B., like, yeah. <laughs> you need to do this. And I'm like, well, but this is yeah. her show. Like, what? And, you know, um, Suzette's kind of to the wayside. She wants to date a guy and she feels like she can't do any of these things because she's, I guess, kind of afraid of her father. Like, it kind of feels like there's a little bit of fear there. She's a, a fear of judgment. I don't know. But um, Elliot, what were you about to say? Because I feel like, yes.
0: Yeah, no, I think, again, it goes back to we kind of refer to when you have the family estate handling these type of stories, uh, biopics. Again, I mentioned Bohemian Rhapsody. um, And you have those creative differences when some people are attached to the project and they remove themselves because, again, they don't dive into those conversations. It almost felt like to me, like you just mentioned A.B., I personally felt that ABS, it was almost like his show, more so than it was. We got more character development, as you mentioned, the family dynamic, the struggles that he went through to produce. Like he literally was stressing himself out, staying up all night with his wife on the road with him with their newborn child. And you just mentioned Selena, lover to death. And I think the show really shows you how like the essence of her character, she was so loving, she was so joyful, she was so happy. But there was no other dimensions to that character at all. The only pushback we got was literally with two episodes left with the dynamic between her and Chris. And that was like the only friction that that character really bumped into. Again, I mentioned she had her relationship with her brother, A.B. I think of a particular scene when they're in the studio, she has to have her cover album. She's more focused on getting her costume design ready and and getting ready for the photo shoot and her album cover. And A.B.'s like, well, can we focus on this music? And literally, I'm thinking like, oh, okay, we're going to get a little bit of tension between the family. It was all resolved within that one scene. It didn't carry over to any other episodes. They were just like, yeah, let's just go ahead and make this. It was just very, again, at times this show almost felt like a sitcom at points. I was just waiting for the audio track from the 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 audience to have like laugh, inject laugh. (laughs) It was like, and that was very early. To me, the second half was a little bit more stronger than the first because the first half, again, they kind of glossed over, as Kristen mentioned, the idea of being an American singer and how like, Love. She loved Janet Jackson. She loved all the... And I love kind of the soundtrack in this uh, the show as well. But she wanted to be so an American singer. But then that sh- that switch over to Spanish, it just happened so quick. And we glossed over so... To me, there was so much like off-screen development at times. And we really didn't dive into that dynamic of her going from an American singer to Spanish. And we kind of go back into that in the second half when the record label was telling her, you got to put out a Spanish album. You got to stay in your lane, essentially, which I wish they would have dove deeper into that in regards to them boxing her into just... We got to do the Spanish shop. We got to stick into the Spanish lane. Got to speak Spanish all the time. And they just kind of glossed over some of those things. So, again, I don't know if, uh, again, with Abraham being the executive producer, if he just wanted to highlight the good moments and just show them as just this happy-go-lucky family with not many issues not many you know bumps to the role and just kind of glancing over some of those dynamics that i wish yeah, we were they really like, dove gave deep into. like
2: these hints of things that it's like oh if they had really explored that this show would have been incredible they just gave us those hints though and it's like just because a lot of people know the story doesn't mean that everyone does and that we can't build it up more and make it more believable and really dive into these things that they're dealing with you know and like you mentioned kb like i think a lot of people aren't going to know Selena's story that are going to be watching this because, you know, there are going to be a lot of young people being like, oh, what what is this show who maybe haven't heard about Selena's legacy or don't know as much about her. And this is, you know, what I think would have been a your introduction to her and really diving into things. But it felt like they just assumed everyone either knew or like, you know, could figure it out. And I don't think that that was the case. And I felt as someone who did know Selena that I wanted to see more and like deeper stories. And it just, it just, didn't do that. And because of that, I think that it, it made the performances feel like they suffered a little bit because I'm expecting this like magnetic superstar Selena. And instead, you really don't even focus on her. It, like, like we mentioned, it's not even really her story. We're focused more on her father and her brother. And, you know, I felt like that was a disservice because you really want to dive into, you know, what she, what she went through and you didn't really get that.
1: Yeah. So for me, you know, I am from Texas. I have grown up with Selena. So I listen to Tejano music as much as I listen to ROB, as much as I listen to soul. Like growing up, it was truly kind of the fabric of my being. And so, you know, Selena was iconic for me in a lot of ways. I've been listening to her literally my entire life. And so when I found out they were doing this series, I was like, oh, my gosh, because I watched the live police chase. It, It was on the news. It was on TV. I was way too young to be watching that, but my mother literally cannot get me to turn it off because I was like, no, they said she's not Shalina. I want to watch The Police Chase. So, like, I watched it live. I remember when the film came out. Like, I tell you, I I was really excited about this series, and to Kristen's point, there's a lot of production things that just didn't sit well with me. So, I think that the actors did a great job with what they were given, but it goes back to the writing. And so, like, a lot of the writing just didn't stick the landing um, in a lot of ways. And so, Kristen mentioned the wigs. Like, girl, sometimes these wigs, I was like, what is happening? Honestly, what is happening with this wig? And I wish just in general that people put more money into wigs. So I was like, y'all... We need better wigs here. So we needed better wigs. Um, I definitely feel like I thought Christian Cerrados did a great job with her performance. However, she is not a dancer. And Selena was a bomb dancer. And so that is something that also stuck out to me in the show. Like, I'm like, okay, we, we got to kick it up a notch. So I feel like there's a lot of room to grow, but I want to believe that it's going to happen in part two. So, you know, again, I do feel like Suzette had like a bit more role robust storyline from the film, actually a lot more because really Suzette was a truly a background character in the film. And we get to see a lot more of the sisterhood dynamic in this, which I really appreciate, but I need more in part two. And to Elliot's point, I do feel like, you know, the first half was kind of at a lull, but this second half has to bring it. So tell me what you guys are looking forward to in the second half, because realistically, I felt like they breezed through the first half because now we're at the point where I believe in episode nine, um, Um, Hold on, because I I have you know I have some notes with the time periods because I was trying to follow their timeline because that was very concerning for me from the Mm -hmm. beginning, and I feel like in episode nine we're in maybe 1991, so there's only four years left in her life at this point. She died in 1995. So I'm curious about yeah. how part two is really going to take four years because from this point, we've done, I mean, at this point she's 20. So I'm like, we've taken 20 years and put it into nine episodes, which shows, to be fair, in a lot of ways because they cut a lot of corners. Mm-hmm. And now in the second half, we're only going to have four. So I I don't know about this, but tell me how like what you guys are looking forward to kind of in this. And would you consider this production to be as classic or as timeless as
0: the film for me i think the second half i really want to see more of selena's story so i want her to be more in the forefront i want to get more in her mind her psyche especially with this love story that we get in the back when her dad just banishes chris leaves him out on the road and fires him i just want to really see finally some family, you know, we want to see the love. We want to see the happiness and all that, but I want to see that family dynamic have some tension. So I want to see Selena finally in the 20 years of her, you know, or 18 plus years of her being a singer, uh, since the age of six, her push back to Abraham. I want to see what that looks like. I want to see her mom maybe step in for once. We talked briefly of her. I was so <laughs> blown away by how the mom was just like, you said, kind of minimalized and just like had no say in anything every now and then she'd say, Abraham, Don't do this, Abraham. Don't do this. But I mean, my man Abraham's buying houses without talking to. He bought three.
1: Sir, you bought three, <laughs> three houses y'all can't afford this one like literally houses. cannot afford this one that's what she was thinking she was like what we don't have enough money to cover rent and you bought three houses like <laughs> sir
0: three houses that blew my mind to the fact that like again he's living he takes his family live in the house they're in one room with his brother hector and like i'm sorry abraham but y- you got to get a job you got to support your family if you're the man of the house quote-unquote you know stereotypical man in the house I can't believe that he had his family living with his brother with this one. But so I hope that we get more of the mom stepping up, speaking like, hey, even if she doesn't think that you know Selena should be with Chris, I just want to hear a little bit from the mom. So I hope we get more of that dynamic. I want to see, I want to see some of that friction. I want to see how AB takes the news. You know, you're you're breaking up this family. We finally made it to the pinnacle, and now you're trying to pull us. I want to see that in the second half. So I hope we get more of that. And again, we only got a couple more years left in her her uh, you know her life. So I hope that we really kind of dive deeper into that aspect. And then regarding your second question regarding the timeless the timeless of this show, to me so far it is based on this first part. The movies more stands out more to me so far. Uh, Just because again, it's just more long lasting. We get to know Selena a little bit more. We get the dynamic between her and Chris. So this particular first part to me, is somewhat very forgettable. There's only a couple things that I remember from some of the first half, but mostly, like I said, the second half stands out a little bit more stronger to me. But as far as just that that staying power, rewatchability factor of it all, I don't think it holds up for me. But I'm hoping the second half is where I'm just like, you know what, they kind of took a swing in the miss in that first part, but that second half stuck the landing. It was more powerful, it was more uh, character dynamics, it was more character development. So I'm hoping that part two kind of gets me back into the the love of just like, okay, that show, that was a great show to watch, and I recommend. And everyone to check it out. But based on this first part, and, and that's what I'm curious to see too, based on how the reception of the first part is, if people are going to come back for the second part, just because the first half was just kind of really uneven. Uh, so that'll be really yeah, interesting definitely. to see as well.
2: I mean... I, one of my favorite moments in the Selena movie was when she's performing in Mexico and everyone's like coming up to the stage and then she's like singing Como La Flor" and gets everyone to be quiet. And like, I want to see some kind of iconic moment like that in part two. Cause I was like, I was waiting for it. I was like, I want to see like some kind of just like Selena really taking over the stage and really commanding the performances. So I want to see more moments like that. Um, I want to see them, you know, like, like Elliot mentioned, just like Give us more depth, you know. Really, like give us Selena's story and in, in a powerful way. And and I definitely agree. Like this first part, I was I was honestly really disappointed by where by the overall like production and and where it went because I I think they could just do so much. You know, Selena is such an icon, like put more money into this and, you know, give us better writing because, you know, she deserves it. But I would also love to see, you know, like, you know, she opened her first boutique towards the end of her career. And I would love to see, you know, how they kind of set that up, because it looks like they're really they've really been pushing that a lot um, and getting into that English album. So I feel like they've set up some things that I hope that they do really well in the second half. And then just in general, like you mentioned, um, do I think this holds up and maybe has the timelessness of the film? I, I don't think so. Just like as a fan and as a Latina in general, I was just expecting so much more. This was my most anticipated show of 2020. I was like, I cannot wait for this. And maybe, maybe there is something to just the fact that like Selena is such an icon that like, can we ever do her enough justice? But like, I think that they could have. I think that they could have and, and they, they didn't quite go there. And I think it's just them playing it too safe. I'm not putting enough money into it and not putting enough, um, into the writing and really fleshing out the story. I think that she deserves better. And so I hope that the second season or the second part is better. I'm going to watch it anyway, just because I love Selena. And maybe that's, maybe that's what the, the whole crew is, is banking on. Like, even if the first part's not good, it's like, well, people love Selena. They'll just watch it anyway. Right. And it's like, yes, but we want good Latino stories that are like, doing justice to these, these people who, you know, are incredible and deserve their stories to be told in a very like well rounded, fleshed out way. So I'll still watch it, but. But I'm, I'm hoping for more.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I can't agree more. Listen, I do think that Christian Serratos um, and, you know, Nomi Gonzalez, to me, um, and even Gabriel, you know, I think the three siblings, their performances stand out the most for me in this. It doesn't make it timeless, in my personal opinion. Um, You know, I still think that the film has had a greater impact on me. And even after watching this, which wasn't quite nine hours, but even over the course of these seven hours, I don't necessarily feel like... Um, I learned that much more about um, Selena's life overall. So, yeah, I am looking forward to part two because, again, just like Kristen mentioned, I am actually a huge fan. So I'm going to watch part two regardless. And maybe that's what they're relying on. You know, maybe they're relying on kind of that fan base and that population to to kind of buy them some additional time, I guess, with part two. Who knows? So my final question is and I will start with Kristen. Uh, is it color grade approved for you?
2: <sighs> to be honest, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. I think that this was a project that they could do so much with, that it deserves to be, you know, done really, really well. And I just don't think that it that it hit the mark. I think that they played it too safe. And, um, yeah, I was just I think to me, I think fans might be disappointed. Okay.
0: Okay. Elliot, color grade approved? It's always great. Again, we talk about being represented on screen. It is great to see the stories being told in this manner, being backed by Netflix. But to Kristen's point, it does kind of fall short for me in regards to just recommending everyone to check it out. Because I think, like you guys have kind of touched on, I think the diehard fans will just still appreciate seeing a Selena story. You know, again, being on Netflix has been since the 90s since we've seen this film. There's been a couple films that weren't approved by the family on different outlets, but it is great to kind of see the story. But I, I don't think it's approved in my mark because I think it is a bit underwhelming. It's too much of a fluff piece for me. The TV PG kind of really restrains the show from being something more than what I think it could have been with the family dynamic, the issues, the, the family drama, diving deeper into the characters, the idea of not having a childhood and just that you know really diving into the depths of these characters so for me i'm hoping fingers crossed that part two really gets deeper into the minutiae the characters are older now it's a little bit more mature conversations because again it was a little girl to a teenager to a young woman so now that she's a woman the family's a little bit older they've been on the road a lot longer maybe they'll get more into the mature conversation she's gonna get married to chris eventually see how that kind of plays out so i'm hoping that part two is approved for me but for the part one side of it i don't think it's approved for me
1: okay so y'all Listen, I love Selena. I love what she represents. I love the legacy. I love the representation. I mean, on the color Gray podcast specifically, we want to see this type of representation in our communities. We want more of it. We need more of it. I salute Netflix for actually taking the lead that most studios won't do or hesitate to do. Um, Netflix goes kind of all the way in and I appreciate that. I really, really do, but I needed more from this series. I really did. And I, you know, had a chance to interview some of the cast. I love them. They're dynamic. I think they're great performers. And again, I've said this time and time again. I think that they did really well with what they were given. But what I'm gonna need to see in part two is just to Elliot and Kristen's point. Again, I need y'all to dive just a little bit deeper. Dive deeper into Selena, dive deeper into the family, dive deeper in into her parents because. When Abraham pulled Chris off that bus, honey, I would have been like, excuse me, sir. First off, we cannot find another guitarist. Like, let's also start there. From a business perspective, we don't have the time to find another guitarist. Then... Our daughter says she's in love. Maybe we need to have a conversation about what this looks like because you really don't know him. You don't know him as a human. You know him as your employee. So like, maybe let's have a conversation around that. I just need mama to step it up a little bit. I need to see her be more assertive with her husband. I need to see her kind of stand her own ground because Abraham is kind of getting out of pocket, to be honest. I mean, and we all knew that this was coming. Like he was very firm with Chris. But Abraham, my goodness, like, I mean, she gonna need to pull him to the side a couple of times. So I, I feel like, you know, these episodes, this collection of episodes during part one, it, I just need more. I want to see a little bit more. I need more tension. I need more friction because that's just the reality of life and who we are as human beings. And we know it's there, right? We know it's in the underbelly. So let's kind of bring that to the surface. So for me, while it's color grade approved in the sense that it is giving us the representation that we need, is it color grade recommended? You know, like, uh, Watch part one so y'all can watch part two. That's kinda of how I feel. Like is it uh no, it's not quite. But watch part one so we can get part two, so we can finish this out strong is what i'm thinking so thank you guys so much for joining in this just robust and lovely and wonderful in-depth conversation about selena the series i really appreciate it i'm going to start with elliot elliot please plug your stuff tell everyone what you're up to next and where they can find you on the internet
0: Yeah, well, first and foremost, again, it was so uh, an honor to be on here talking about this show with you both. And uh, hopefully we can do more of these conversations. I love doing these deep dives, uh, especially when it comes to, um, you know, having shows of being different cultures, different genders, different uh, people having their stories being told. So thank you again for having me on. But yeah, you all can find me on the interwebs on YouTube at Movie Files, talking about many different shows, a variety of shows, as well as movies and having a good time over there, as well as on Instagram at Movie Files and on Twitter on Movie Files Live. So again, thank you for having me on, and uh, this was a lot of it's a lot of fun. And Kristen, go ahead and plug your stuff. Where can everyone find you?
2: Thank you again. This was so fun. Um, Love diving into shows and movies. Um, and I do a lot of that as well on my channel, youtube.com slash kaY maldo That's K-A-Y-M-A-L-D-O. You can also find me at K-Maldo on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, if you add a one at the end, you can find me there on Instagram. And I also host a, a podcast called Pop Culture Planet, where we dive into analytical pop culture discussions with diverse voices, really focused on representation and diversity. So yeah, that's where you can find me.
1: Thanks so much again to my incredible guests, Kristen Maldonado and Elliot of Movie Files for joining this episode about Selena the Series, now streaming on Netflix. I'm your host, KB, and you can find me at TheLadyKB at T-H-E-L-A-D-Y-K-A-Y-B on Instagram and Twitter. The Color Grade Podcast is produced by Domino Sound with lead producer and editing by Randy Chapman.